Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Pet Psychic Radio Show on BlogTalkRadio.com, starring world famous animal communicator Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic. Hey everyone, I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. Log on to thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. That's Fenway saying to go to Pet Psychic Radio and find today's post. <laughs> That's him who's telling us. <laughs> Put your animal's photo and your question in the comments section so we can see it while we talk to you on the air. Call in at 917-889-2693. Sorry for his interruption. You can join us in the chat room. I'm your producer and co-host, I Kusuhara. Hold on and let me get him to be quiet for a second. What a good boy. So we're going to have an exciting show today. I can't wait. Um... We're going to talk to this chief later on from animalplace.org, which I'm excited about. Where did that eye go? Maybe I'll just go right into taking a caller. She disappeared. I hope you guys can hear me. Um, okay. Let's see who I should take first. I'm going to take Kitty with a cat named Patty. You guys are on the air. Hi, Laura. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, sure. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm calling today because our cat, Fatty, of 13 years, passed away very, very suddenly about 19 days ago. And we, um, my husband and I and our other cat, Pumpkin, are just completely distraught and in shock and just, you know, we're trying to cope. And But we're just wondering if he's okay. He tends to be a very scared cat. He's scared of a lot of things and a lot of people. And we just want to make sure he's okay. Oh, and so did, did you, like, find him or did you know that it was going to happen? What happened? We actually did not know it was happening. We were just, you know, lounging around the house on a Saturday evening, and then we heard him cry out this really loud, long meow. And when we went to go see him, he was just collapsed in the hallway, just completely collapsed in the hallway, and he was gone within seconds. Oh, and oh I'm so glad you guys were home, though. Because then you know at least, like, what happened, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of that before of them sort of meowing or howling beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, let's get Daddy and see how he's doing. I love this little photo of him in the box. It's so cute. Oh. Okay, Daddy, are you listening? He said that he wants to tell you that he went to a leaping party. What's a leaping party, Fatty? Oh, my goodness. He said it's when he leaps in heaven and jumps on all the clouds. Is that what your heaven is like, Fatty? Is it like there's lots of clouds there? That's really interesting. It's kind of like a place where you're reborn again. And you feel full of lightness. And you kind of feel like you're in the right place at the right time. But, Fatty, honey, your mom and dad and your little um, and pumpkin have been really worried about you because I know that you've been scared. So you're not scared on the other side? Oh, did you know that you were going to pass away? Like, oh. like, are you all right? I'm totally fine. 
and I'm not scared at all anymore. And I feel like I want to tell my mom that I have a feeling of hope. And I feel like I can help her and dad from heaven. He says that he can, like, snuggle in your arms. Mm-hmm. And I can push up against them. And I can help them with their life. Like, in what way? How are you going to help them with their life? Like, what are you going to do? He said he's going to show you the light way. What does that mean you're going to show them the light way? How are you going to do that? He says he's going to go in front of you and make sure that you're happy in your endeavors. Now, what's really interesting about that is, like, especially since you said that he was scared, Mm -hmm. like, it's really, for me, just for everyone to sort of, like, put it in perspective or, or, or how I normally get things, to hear that he's, like, jumping on clouds is sort of unusual. Usually they're more in, like, a space that's sort of near image of home. And so I feel like there's a divine reason why he had to leave. I mean, I always feel that there's some divine reason. But he does look like he's helping you and your husband. And you don't necessarily need to share, but I I almost question, is there something going on in you and your husband's life where you're kind of trying to find your way? And so he, Fatty, sort of went ahead to sort of see if you could see if he could help you in a certain endeavor. Do you know what he might be talking about? Um, we're actually, I think we're actually planning on maybe moving to either Boston or Seattle, and we're kind of conflicted as to where we should actually be moving. And that was one of our other concerns, too, that he was going to be okay with us moving. Oh, that's interesting. So what I believe Patty has done is that Fatty has gone to the other side, and mm-hmm. he's going to help you decide where you're going to go, and he's going to help all of that fall into place. Sometimes they remain sort of like in their cat bodies or like cat spirits, and other times I sort of feel like they are sort of more like energetic, and they kind of, how do I say it? They're more um, like almost like little gurus or little like angels, and I kind of feel like he's going to be that for you. It's interesting to me that he was scared in life because he's so confident now. He says, he says, I want them to know that I was chosen to help them. That I'm the one that's going to help them make smart decisions. And that when, that when you make that decision that you know that you can be confident. So maybe, like, you needed to hear that that when you make a decision that it is going to be the right one and to trust your, your instinct on that and that he's going to really help you with that. So know that when you do make your decision about where you're going to move, that it's going to be the right one because he would make sure that you didn't make a bad decision. Oh, Thank you so much. Thank you, Fatty. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome to see your family. Yeah. And we do feel him. We definitely feel him around even now. So You, you do. Yeah, that's really neat. And when you feel him around, do you feel him really light? Mm-hmm. Do you? Like, do you feel him? Like, is there, like, because um, it's only been 19 days, but do you feel like um, like an energy when he's around, like a lightness? We we do. I actually we sometimes we hear him purr. We hear his purr specifically, as opposed to our other cats purr. And we feel him on the bed. We actually feel his warmth body next to us when we're in bed. It's it's you know it's very comforting um, to know that he's still kind of around and yeah, we feel that. Yeah, so careful. He's like your family's angel now. I love yeah. that. Thank love you so that. much, Laura. I really appreciate it. Oh. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good luck with your move. Thank you. Tell tell Fatty we love him. (laughs) Thanks for calling, Kitty. You guys can hear me, right? Yeah, he disappeared there. 
I know. And you know what's weird? Like, I didn't do anything different. I just walked away and then, you know, put Fenway in the other room. And when I came back, you're like, I can't hear you. And I was like talking the whole time. Oh, you were talking the whole time? You're kidding. Yeah. It was so weird. Needed to get in right away because maybe Fatty's off doing something else, helping his people. I know, I know. Uh, well, Daddy going back to <laughs> going back to what we were talking about earlier, um, we have a really special guest today um, from Animal Place, and um, you were talking about that earlier. And uh, we are having Kim on. So, Kim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Pleasure and, to be uh, here. Yeah. So I know you're you're famous for having Mr. G and Jelly Bean. Yeah. Um, I've, <laughs> I've seen that really sweet video on YouTube that I think everyone in the world has seen. Uh, can you tell us first of, about uh, about Animal Place and then maybe a little bit about Mr. G and Jelly Bean as well? Oh, most certainly. Um, animal Place, we're a sanctuary for farmed animals, so we rescue animals raised for food production, and we have our main sanctuaries in the Sierra foothills in Grass Valley, and we have 600 beautiful acres for the animals, and we've been around. We've been doing this for over 25 years, Um, and that's what we're about. We also promote a a diet, an animal-friendly diet, I should say, Um, so we we do promote veganism, Mm -hmm. and our recent rescues were Jelly Bean and Mr. G, a donkey and a goat, that lived together in a pretty bad situation in Southern California, um, and uh, animal control was removing them from this home where they were not being cared for well, and they ended up being separated. We took the goat, Mr. G, and somebody else was willing to take Jelly Bean, the, the donkey, and Mr. G came up to our sanctuary and was in a state of such severe depression where he would not get out of his stall. He would not eat anything we had vets out. We were trying to figure out what was going on. And um, four or five days into it, I kind of put two and two together finally and um, figured out that he was probably pining for his, his friend when I found out he was living with a donkey, Jellybean. So we sent a volunteer mm-hmm. down there, and within 24 hours, we reunited them. And, boy, within 20 minutes, Mr. G went from an anorexic, depressed, um, very depressed goat to eating out of the bowl with jelly bean and running around the sanctuary and um, had a complete transformation. So that was, we had that on, on video and it, it was a, it's a beautiful demonstration, which I think all of us here know, but a lot of the public doesn't of just that non-human animals have the ability of to have personalities, deep relationships, emotions, feelings, et cetera, et cetera. So they're, they, they remain good buddies here at the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing video. For those of you who haven't seen it, it's on YouTube, so you can check it out. It's pretty awesome. And also, uh, Mr. G and Jellybean, they also have their own Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Mr. G, the letter G, and Jellybean. So just Mr. G Jellybean is the backslash. Um, But today we're going to be actually talking to um, another sheep, a different sheep, right? A sheep? Yes, Aiden. So what's Aiden's story? Well, Aiden is about seven years old, and and we've had him since he's been just a a day of age. Um, He was a stray, picked up um, in January, actually, January of 2007, um, brought to us. He was dehydrated, and with most real young animals that we take in, his first month was pretty tough, pneumonia, high fever, coughing, sneezing, low energy, so he was under a lot of medical care. Um, certainly a, a, a healthy and, and we think happy sheep now, but when I told our animal care director that I was going to be on your radio show, I said, which animal do we want to kind of get a little bit of insight into? And hands down, it was Aiden the sheep. Hmm. Oh. And so why, what is it in particular that you want to talk to him about or ask him? Well, you know, we've got a bunch of questions. He seems anxious to us, but is that in fact what he's feeling? Um, he does he like the attention that the people give him? We're not sure. He's a difficult animal for us to read. Is there 
A reason why he spends a lot of time looking the side of the metal barn interior. Uh, we're kind of curious if if he sees himself as as the the boss sheep of the herd, and if he does, why doesn't he lead them? Because it seems like the other sheep look to him as the boss. So we've got a bunch of questions about Aiden. Okay, let's get Aiden. He's so handsome. Yes, <laughs> he is. So <laughs> okay, let's get Aiden. He said sometimes he does feel anxious because he feels the wind all around him. What do you mean we feel the wind all around you? What does that mean, Aiden? He says it means that he gets a little bit confused about all the smells that he's getting. Okay. He says sometimes he can't figure them out. Can't figure out where they're coming from or who they're coming from. How does the sheep smell? Is it like a unique smell, like a dog, or no? I don't think it's as powerful as a dog's nose, but I don't know where that falls on the, you know, animal spectrum yeah. of sensitivity. Yeah, that's interesting. How come you're relying so much on your smell? And what about, like, your eyes? Can't you see what's going on with your eyes? He says he can see what's going on with his eyes, but smells make him a little bit nauseous, too. What do you think that is? Does it have anything to do with why you're licking the metal? Do you know how you lick the metal part of the barn? Why are you doing that? He says he does that because he has a painful tooth. Hmm. Where, do you, where do you have a painful tooth, Aiden? Like which side? He's sort of like down in my jaw on the left. Which is interesting. And so why, are you licking it because you have saliva that's coming out, or are you licking it because that helps with the pain? I'm licking it because it helps relax it. Interesting, huh? And, and where, the was, where, where was the, the, the hurt tooth? Whereabouts? It's the bottom left. Okay. But, but in my experience, sometimes when they have, like, of pain in the jaw somewhere in the mouth, it, I mean, it could be the other side, and it's just like feeling sore all in the bottom of his mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting to me is that the mouth and the sinus cavity is all related, so maybe that even has something to do with the way he's smelling. So when an animal doesn't feel 100%, a lot of times smell does make them a little bit nauseous. Mhm. Mm so the thing that I would check when I talk about their teeth hurting is I would check, like, obviously the actual teeth, but I'd also see if maybe, if you know, the chiropractor that could see if he's out of alignment because sometimes it's the jaw that makes the teeth hurt. And okay. sometimes, like, if he had a sinus infection, it could make that part of his mouth hurt, or an ear infection, it could make that part of his mouth hurt because they're all related. I'd mm -hmm. kind of check all of that. Okay. I don't have a headache. Well, that's a good thing. He says, I feel like I'm the boss of the sheep. But I have a hard time focusing for a long time. He says, like, he'll feel like he's in the groove. And then he says he gets distracted and he forgets what to do. Okay. Are you getting distracted because of your mouth? Because of the smell. Oh, interesting. I wonder why. Um, he says he likes people. He says sometimes they're really kind. But I hate really stinky people. Anybody who's wearing something strong smelling, I don't like. 
that could be like any strong like perfume or hand soap or or sometimes food on their fingers. Mm-hmm. Also, I need to tell this person something. This place is really neat. And when I lie down in my bedding, I feel really safe. I feel like there's a lot of love here. Does he know that sometimes people get frustrated about animal abuse? But here there's a lot of healing. And he says that animals help each other. And sometimes the bad memories go away. He says he's seen it a lot with the animals here. You know what's interesting about him, too, is that he talks about sort of like not being able to focus all that much, but then he has that awareness. That's a big awareness. Right. You know, awareness of the whole place and all the other animals. But you see where maybe he would be like, you know, a little bit confusing because he, in one way, he seems like really like he gets it all, and in another way, he sort of seems like he's lost within himself. Hmm. Laura, is there anything else that um, Aiden would like to uh, tell um, Animal Place and anything special? And did you hear that, Aiden? Is there anything special you want to tell Animal Place? There's an animal that's really close to him that has a hurt knee. Hmm. He's kind of skimpy on the knee. And it really hurts when it puts weight down. You Do you know, know what is? kind of animal it is? I think it's a sheep, but I would look at all of them around him. And it looks like the back, I look like the back left, too. And it looks like the the, it, the foot is turning out, like a duck almost. Well, that's Maybe helpful. Maybe it's like a torn ACL. It almost feels like a torn ACL. Yeah. Hmm. Is there anything else, Aiden? I like the skies here. And I like it when my water's cold. And there's also, like, a green, mushy stuff I like. You know what that is? No, I don't. It looks like, it almost looks like chewed green grass. Oh, maybe that's when he uh, chews his cud. Oh. Is that, does it look green when he chews it? Mm-hmm, and they kind of will regurgitate it and then chew it. Oh, I wonder if that's, like, helping his tooth, too. But it, like, feels good on his mouth. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, Aiden, thanks for being on the show. And, Kim, thank you so much for everything that you do with Animal Place and have and coming on our show today. Oh, thank you very much for, for sharing that insight. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah, I hope let um, us know if you point something. Absolutely. Yeah, I will share it with everybody know. here. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Again, uh, that's uh, Kim from Animal Place, and you can find you guys at animalplace.org. Is that correct? Yes, animalplace.org, and also go to their Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash animalplace. And don't forget to watch the video because it's pretty amazing. It's so cute. I love that video. You know what I thought was so neat about them, too, when they did that video, is that they took the video, even when the animal was depressed, you know? Mm -hmm. I thought that was so neat. So when they brought in the the friends, they got got a new to take videos before and after, which I just love. 
Yeah, it's it's really it's done really well. Definitely check that out. Um, so our next call we got going on is a parrot. So maybe Seymora has uh, some insight. Who knows? Ooh. We'll find out. Um, maybe. Yeah, Erica, tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on with Norton. And um, Norton is how old? Hi, guys. Yeah, so I just rescued um, a sweet male eclectus, um, and he we think he's about eight to ten years old, somewhere in that range. Um, and sadly, he came from a pretty a life a life of being shuffled between homes. Um, I know there's been three homes. There may have been more than that. And his last home, he was very neglected, um, sadly, and his living conditions were very poor. And, yeah, and the poor guy is just kind of in some rough shape. Um, we took him to the vet yesterday for his first checkup since we got him home, and he uh, he's not doing well. His health is not good from what we can tell so far. Um, but we're going to do everything really? we can for him. What's wrong with his health? What's that? What's wrong with his health? Like, did he have a diagnosis? So, yeah, so what we know of is he has um, a respiratory infection. Um, he's anemic. Oh. And oh. he has a parasite. I can't remember what the parasite is, but he has a parasite oh. that they found in his stool. Oh. But probably no. related, I would imagine. So if you get rid of the parasites, does everything else go back to normal? Well, he was just being on a bad diet. The parasite actually is the least of the concern, which is interesting. They're going to recheck that. They're not even treating that right now. But, um, oh. but yeah, he's, they're not that worried about the parasite yet, which is interesting. But yeah, I would have thought that would have made it Wow. Yeah, you, you would think so. So it seems like his it's just he wasn't being fed a proper diet. So now, I mean, he's getting the best possible care he could possibly get right now. Where he's on a stellar diet, and you know, and he's getting round-the-clock monitoring because I work from home. But overall, okay. I would just love for you to talk to him and see, you know, how he's oh. feeling, what he has to say, and what if there's anything that we can do to make him more comfortable. I guess. Okay, I love his photo. He totally looks like a Norton. <laughs> <laughs> already feeling better. Sometimes when I climb and I go a little upside down, I feel dizzy. Norton, I think that's normal considering your condition. But we're (laughs) going to try and get you as best as you can. You know, you're going to start feeling better and better. I used to like to swing a long time ago, but not right now. And I like real twigs. He says he likes to play with real twigs in the bushes. I think oh. at one point they allowed him to sort of like be in a little bush. Interesting. A little real bush. And the other thing that I like it's holding time quiet. Will you hold me and we're just really quiet and still together? Have you been doing that with him? He hasn't let me do that yet, but that's interesting. It's cool to hear that he likes that. I've tried to, but he's been so nervous. He he just flies away when you kind of take him out. So try when you that. take him out, he flies away. Yeah, and when we and the other thing, on uh, another thing is we have to towel him so much right now to give him his medicine. I know it's really stressing him out, and I'm trying to tell him to be, you know, be brave and that we're doing it to help him and all that. But I was hoping maybe you could tell him that we're doing it just. Lord to... and honey, yeah, when you're in the towel, when you're in the towel, that's to, and they give you the medicine that's to make you better. Okay, and then after you get your medicine, if you just sit on your people's fingers, then you can just sit still, and they won't move you too much. 
I don't want to bring close kisses right now. <laughs> don't do that to me right now. It sounds like somebody loved him at some point. Like he sounds oh, that's like good. somebody who handled him. That's interesting. Yeah, he's yeah he's actually easy to handle. So I could tell he came from somewhere. Somewhere along the line, somebody was able to handle him. So that's good. The woman that had him before didn't. He he did not like, as far as we can tell, and she she never really uh, held him, unfortunately. But I have in my past. You know what I want to tell them? I like quiet music. He says, when you hold him, keep him a little bit away from your hair. It's kind of like he just wants to be a little bit farther away from your body. Okay. And the other thing that I want to say... I understand that I'm going to get better. He says he wants a place like a nesting box. (laughs) That's good to know. (laughs) He's so cute. How old did you say he is? We think he's eight, somewhere between eight and ten years old. So, yeah. What kind of parent is it again? He's an eclectus. Eclectus. He kind of yeah, looks like the parrots, the parrots that um, f- kind of fly around my house. Oh, and are you oh. in L.A.? Yeah. I'm sorry? Are you in L.A.? Yeah. I think those are actually Quaker. There's like a population of Quaker parakeets. And there's a population um. of Amazons that live in L.A. too. Oh. Which is funny. Oh, okay, yeah, I can tell that. Right? They're big where I is. Yeah, they're green. Yep. And they're quite big. Yeah. An interesting fact about eclectus parrots, which is insane, is that up until about 30 years ago, they were actually, they're they're the most sexually dimorphic parrots, which means that they look, the males and females look like completely different birds. And so up until about 30 years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, they actually thought they were totally different birds. And then they learned that uh, it was just a male and a female, which is interesting. Wow. That's really? interesting because that's really rare with birds, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the females are bright red. They're they're all red with a black beak and, like, a purple chest. They look like a totally different bird. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Well, Thornton does look like a little man. <laughs> oh, Erica, you awesome. have to call us back and let us know how Norton is doing over time. Yeah, thank you, Laura. I appreciate you talking to him. Oh, you're welcome, Erica. Thanks for rescuing him. So awesome. Norton's so he's cute. So, he, he looks like a little professor in his photo. <laughs> I know. I feel like he should have some glasses and like a little suit or something. <laughs> All right. <He's> so- <laughs> I think oh he's going to be really well handled once they kind of get it all set. I know. I hope they call yeah. us back. Yeah, you're going to be a little bird. Okay, well, our next caller is Carly with a Jack Russell mix. Um, he's white and brown with black patches, golden brown patches on the face, and black and brown eyes. He's scratching and biting her feet. Uh oh. Yeah, I think. Hello, Carly. Is that right? Yep, it's Luna. So she. Oh, Luna. She. Mhm. <laughs> but she's biting your feet. No, she is. She may be in some pain. I don't know whether it's due to outside, but she's been. Um, she's had some hair loss on her paws. Just she's been biting and scratching oh. at them. I get and licking it. Them. Oh. It's kind of a Jack Russell thing. And are you, um, is she off of grain? Do you know? Like, is her diet, does she have no grain in her diet? Uh, Well, right now we have her on natural balance, the chicken and sweet potato. Oh. When did this start for her? Uh, Maybe a couple months ago, and we changed her food maybe four months before that to the natural balance. You did. 
I would change away from the natural balance, or that might be your problem. And uh, the reason being is people might have heard about this. I used to, like, rave and rave and rave about natural balance. I just thought they were, like, the greatest company and the greatest food. But what happened was they sold the company, the company to um, Del Monte. And uh, when they sold the company, they Del Monte makes, like, the junk of the junk food. They make, like, gravy train and, like, all sorts of junk. Uh, and when they switch the food, when they switch companies, there's been speculation that natural balance is now decreasing the quality of meat and upping the amount of sugar that's in the food. And so uh, a lot of these animals that have been on these high-quality foods are getting a lot of urinary infections and kidney infections. And, like, so I don't know if that's the licking of the paws or, like, anything from the paws, but I wouldn't be surprised if that is related. Right. So, well, um, what brand would you recommend? So, um, well, I have, like, more of, like, the dehydrated raw or the freeze-dried foods. So, like, like uh, the Honest Kitchen is a really great food. Yeah, Honest. you can go into thehonestkitchen.com and look it up. It's kind of like an oatmeal consistency. You add water to it. Ah, gotcha. But as far as, like, pickles go... Uh, like Origins is a good company. Um, Taste of the Wild is a good company. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I would just go into like a small sort of more of a mom and pop store and and like a high end sort of pet store and sort of ask them, and there'll be lots of. But stay away from grain because grain is a big allergy producing for some dogs. And also uh, um, maybe switching up protein too because that's what I did. Gotcha, protein. Okay, great. Perfect. No, you should definitely yeah, talk so to your uh, vet about it. Right, right. Okay. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, you said the same thing. Maybe try a, a more of an exotic meat. Try maybe like venison or something, something other than like the chicken. I don't, I don't know. We'll try some things to see what we can do. But is she, do you, is she in pain or is she okay? Yeah, let's ask Luna. Okay, hold on. Luna, do you listen to him? She says it kind of burns a little bit. Mm. It kind of feels sticky and owly. And when I lick them, it feels cool. But then it hurts again. Mm. She says the bottom of her paws are okay when she's running. She says it's just later on when she's hanging out. Right, 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 yeah. Gotcha. She says she wants to tell you something really important. She said what? She says what? She wants to tell you something really important. You could give me meat on a bone. I love meat on a bone. It looks like a spare rib or something. Or like a steak. And she says the other thing that she wants to tell you about is that she likes fast-moving cars. She what? She likes fast-moving cars. Oh, my gosh. Fast-moving cars? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Do you? Have, you, have you noticed that? Now she keeps now she keeps chasing bikes. Oh. <laughs> so that's that's another issue. But our our second major issue is that she keeps aggressively barking at dogs, at other dogs. Just crazy. And is that new? Is it new? Is it it's fairly, fairly new. Just she's just random. So like just is does she have an issue with some dogs? Why does she why is she going at them? Is this is yeah, this aggression or is it just... Do you drive fast? I'm just curious about why she likes fast moving cars. Why she likes... You... I, I hardly hear you, Laura. It's very hard. Oh, really? I was asking you, do you drive fast? Or you, do you like to drive fast? Um, that's fairly normal, I guess you could say. Barely <laughs> 70, I don't know, 60. Oh, yeah, I think it's fairly normal. She likes to be in a fast-moving car. Right. That that sounds like she loves car rides. She loves the car rides. 
She says she doesn't like some dogs because they have beady eyes. And I don't like beady eyes looking at me. Uh, beady eyes. <laughs> so I think it's more like she doesn't like dogs staring at her. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Huh. Yeah, so when the dog is staring at her, get her attention away, like teach her to look away and calm herself. Gotcha. You know, how you get her paws and her body back into balance, that's going to help her other behavioral issues. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay, Laura. Does she have anything to say to us or us and our mom or... Are we doing anything? Yes, I think we should go for a drive now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we could go on an adventure. Oh my gosh, no. She's so funny. Oh, well, Carly. You'll have to call us back if you change the food and let us know how she's doing. We'll check back in with her. Yeah, we'll check back in with her. Thanks, Carly and Luna and the whole family. Um,. That's so funny. We should go for a car ride right now. Let's go. So cute. So cute. Uh, You know, what's very interesting, we, like, hardly ever have, you know, like, we don't, we usually just get cats and, cats and dogs normally, you know. We have, I think, another parrot on the line. We do. Yeah. Um, Alexandra, do you have a parrot named Hobbles? Hobbles? I have a little cockatiel. His name is Hobbles. We call him Hobbs for short. Uh-huh. Oh, um, another then, bird. Sorry, my my other bird is sitting with me, and she's peeping. So if she starts peeping, it's just her. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. What's going on with Hobbles? Hobbs. Well, I got, I got him not too long ago um, from a lady who has – way too many birds and doesn't take good care of them. And uh, and he wasn't properly incubated as a baby, and so he came out with a deformity in his legs where he kind of walks on his elbows. Um, and oh. when I got... Yeah, and when I got him, I just fell in love with him. I was there to get a parakeet, and I, I saw him in the aviary, and he was just kind of crawling around, and I just fell in love with him, and I took him home, and I made him a little handicap accessible cage, and got him a special toys and all that good stuff. And I just want to make sure that he, <laughs> I just want to make sure that he's happy and if he's in any pain due to his deformation, if and if there's anything else that I can do to make his cage a little bit more comfortable for him. Okay. Okay, let's get him. He's so cute. I used to have a cockatiel that looked like him named Francis Tulip. Cool. <laughs> he says he wants to tell you that he thinks that you're special. <laughs> he wants everyone to know that animals with deformities have souls. Of course they do. And my mom understood that. Huh. He says he doesn't really have pain in his legs, but sometimes his breastbone gets a little sore. His breastbone? Oh, his breastbone? Yeah. I think you know what I think he, I think he uh, leans against his cage sometimes to prop himself up on his chest, and I think that's where it comes from. <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. So I wonder if you could make put like some felt where he lays like where he leans against. That's what I was thinking about, no. too. Because, yeah, because he likes yeah. to prop himself up against the cage and look out, and that's how he kind of... Yeah, that's that's what he is. So that would be good to have something soft there for him. He says, yeah, he would like that. <laughs> he says that he would like seeds with lots of treats in the middle. He likes what? It it looks like like a bowl of seed, but then in the middle there's like little treats, and he has to like fish through the seed to get to the treats. Oh, <laughs> I give him um I give him a food that uh, there's like little uh they they come out like little Cheerios, and 
it's an organic diet, and he loves the little Cheerio ones, and he picks them out and he eats them. <laughs> oh, that's what he's saying he wants. Oh, my God, he wants just the Cheerios ones. Oh. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> he says he likes a little spritzing, but not near his eyes. The little what? Spritzing. Have you spritzed him with water? Oh, okay. And he says he wants to tell you that he loves you. Oh, tell him I love him, too, and he has a forever home with me. He says when he sees you, sunshine grows in his heart. I'm sorry? He says when he sees you, sunshine grows in his heart. Oh, he definitely sings a lot now, so I like that. Tell him to sing more. I love it when he sings. Yeah, you should sing more for Mama. She loves it when you do that. <laughs> I'm really happy. Oh, good. That's awesome. Thank, thank oh, you so Alexandra, much. thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And keep doing what you do. Thanks. That was Alexandra and Hobbs. 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 <laughs> so cute. So cute. Okay, let's go to Nancy, who has Golden Junie. Uh, you, I think uh, you've met Nancy at Aloha Dog Grooming, where you do your when, where you used to do your Wednesdays. Um, so let's find out more if I can find them. I swear I'm going to find them. Sorry. Everyone. I don't see Junie's picture though. She's got to remind me what Junie looks like. Mhm. Well, I actually don't see them in the queue for some reason. They've like disappeared. So okay. we're gonna have to skip them. Next. next, on to the next. Uh, Alicia has a cat named Sam, age ten. Picture is on Facebook. Do you see Sam? Wants to know if there's anything yeah, they can do out. to make him happy. There's a new baby in the family, and he's uh, peeing in the baby's room. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Is that true, Alicia? Sam's peeing in the uh, baby's room? Yes, I have a three-month-old, and um, uh. he's the last week or two, he started doing that. But I'm just wondering if he's, you know, happy or feeling healthy related to that. Or you know, there's you a reason a for it. Three month old or a three week old? I have a three month old, but this problem only started in the last week or two. Oh, and he's peeing just in the baby's room? Yeah, in in one corner of the baby's room. Oh, Sam, honey, why are you peeing in your sister or brother's room? Which one? It's a brother. It's a boy. Yeah, why are you peeing in your brother's room? I had to go really bad. I have to make my mark in there. It's like so important. I gotta keep the baby safe. You don't understand. This is a lot of work. We worry a lot. And I gotta make sure everything's okay. I have to watch the windows, and I got to walk around the house, and I don't want anything to happen to him on my watch. Why do you think he's so worried about the baby? Does that sound like you or your significant other? That we're worried or that Sam is? Yeah, like do you think Sam is picking up on worry from one of you? I don't think we're any, you know, we're worried in particular. I mean, we dote over him, but he's he's fine normally. Yeah, but not like worried, worried. Sam, not, he's really Sam, why are you worried? Because mom and the mom and dad, mom and dad aren't worried. So why are you worried?
he says that he feels like the baby's ears are hurting him, and if you roll him over on one side, it hurts his ears. Okay. Did you notice that? No, not really. Um, he had uh, Peter's hearing test when he was born, but nothing in particular now. I'm telling you, his ears hurt him, he said. Okay. I know because I can see it in his face. And the other thing that I need to tell you, don't put the scratchy blanket on him. He doesn't like the scratchy blanket. Honey, I'm sure you look better. What What did you say? I said I wonder which one that is. I'm not sure, but... I'll I know which one it is. It's the scratchy one. Do you know which one that is? Um, no. It doesn't fall nicely. Okay. And when you hold him, you have to be careful of that little ear. I mean, he is, like, really protective. Like, like I'm actually surprised that, like, you or your husband are not, like, an overprotective parent because um, sometimes they take on what their people are like, you know? But I can well, see I'm probably overprotective for sure, but not necessarily worried, just protective. <laughs> oh. Um, so maybe, like, maybe, like, Maybe when you're dealing with the baby, um, like maybe point at like the positives to Sam, like like oh look he's happy or oh look he's smiling when I do this and like like sort of point out like when the baby's content, so that he doesn't get so worried about having the protector like. Or say, you know, the baby's okay to sleep in his room, or you don't need to be in the room to protect the room. Okay. What she should say to me is take a nap. Because I'm so worried. Because I'm so worried. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. And I would just sort of wash your son's ears, too, because sometimes saying no to things that we don't notice, and not to scare you like there's something, like, seriously wrong with his ears, but, like, maybe, like, after he eats or something, his ears are bothering him more, or, I mean, I don't know, just kind of watch it. Yeah, I definitely will. Sometimes it hurts him. Okay, listen, Sam, pee only in the litter box, all right? It's not okay to pee around the house. It's only going to stress out mom and dad. Pee only in the litter box and take a nap. Take a break. And it's not good right. for the bro- for the little brother either to have pee in the room. No. Yeah, that's so right, I. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not good for the, your little brother to have your pee in the room. It's so stinky. Well, I'll really think about this. Okay. Alicia, call us back. I will. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for your call. Uh, What was the last part? They want some raw mouth meat. Raw mouth meat. Probably not what she expected to hear. Little Sam. Oh. So Sam's like taking on the, um, like, taking on the the stress of being a, a older sibling like taking it seriously i mean he's like can't even sleep he says tell me to take a nap <laughs> oh my goodness wow sam sam's got to chill relax yeah you know? sam chill out honey it's okay mom and dad are there they're going to be able to yeah. take care of the baby um, so I have a question from the chat room. Uh, Rachel wants to know um, if Sashi, formerly Little Tux, he's a two-year-old tuxedo kitty who walked into the house from the outside. 
And uh, he has a new mom and a new home, and Rachel would like to know how he's doing, if he's happy, and making sure he knows to pee in the litter box. And Laura, um, you may have talked to him before about a month ago or so. Yeah, and I have his little photo here too, sweet little Mm -hmm. Sashi. So super Mm -hmm. cute. Okay, Sashi. I really like my new home. Everyone is like, where's the kitty? And then when they find me, they're always looking down and saying hello. Sashi Hundi, do you know that you got to go pee and poop in the litter box? Okay, it's really, really important that you always go pee and poop in the litter box. Sometimes I dig, dig, dig in there. That's good, Sashi, that you dig and dig, dig, dig in there. You should do it every time you have to go to the bathroom. Okay, you run to the litter box and pee and poop in the litter box. I like wrestling with hands. And I like fun time strokes on the face and back. And I think that it's going to be a good day today. Awesome. I know, it's so cute. He says, my person is always calling me and loving me. Sounds like his new mama loves him. That's awesome. Yay, Sashi found an awesome home. So, Rachel, I hope that helps um, put you at ease to know that he's doing well. And, uh, you know, for those of you who didn't get on the air today, um, don't forget to call us next week. We do try to take as many calls as we can in the short time that we have. So we just do our best. You can always post your um, pictures and stuff on our Facebook and kind of email us if you want to at petpsychicradio at gmail.com. We generally try to pick at least one, you know, online like chat room question or a email question um, per show. So it's kind of at random, but. Yeah. And we should also say that if you get to the call screeners to Deanna and Kendra, um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get on the show. And they try to do the best we can to get to as many callers as we can, but I've gotten some emails where people are upset that they've gotten to the call screeners and haven't gotten on. So just to know that Deanna and Kendra are really nice. Some people say, oh, how can they be so nice to me and then not get me on the show? So (laughs) they're just, like, super nice people, but I just, you know, I like trying to get to as many as I can, so... Um, yeah. It's not their fault if you don't get on. It's mine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we try to go as fast, but then we also try to answer everyone's questions. Uh, so now it's time yeah. for Words of Wisdom by Storm King and Friends. Is Stormy yeah. awake? Yeah, Stormy's awake. Okay, we got a, we got one one minute, Stormy. Go. Stormy, honey. Stormy, honey. What are you going to do, buddy? Are you going to do Words of Wisdom? He said that magic happens in your heart, and you better trust it and move with it. And then you're going to be surprised where you go. That's kind of cute. Oh, my gosh. Stormy. Stormy, you got to write a book, honestly. You really do. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you, Storm King. And don't forget to tune in to the Pet Psychic Radio Show next week to talk to the animals. Until then, go to thepetpsychic.com for more tips on animal communication, as well as private consultations with Laura. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. And if you're not following us on Twitter, please do so at thepetpsychic because Laura posts awesome little pictures and some of her friends that she meets. She writes little blurbs about them. So it's pretty awesome. That's right. Yes. We'll see you all next week on the Pet Psychic Radio Show. Thanks for joining us. Bye, everyone.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.